What's up, world? And welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On this week's show, I will be addressing co-host Dave and the controversial Spike Lee comments he made concerning his directing skills. The crew will also share what artists they would like to see do a full-length collaboration project together. Then, co-host Reggie will share his top 10 hip-hop albums of all time. Then we'll discuss some current events in the hip-hop world, such as Cardi B, Joe Button vs. Eminem, and the Black Eyed Peas going back to being a trio. Then we'll get into our album face-off, Jay Dilla's Donuts vs. Pete Rock's Peace Trimental. Then we'll dive into our overrated, underrated segment, and then we'll share what we've been bumping for the week. So sit back and enjoy the show. Slander, man, like, like. <laughs> it's trash, man. I, I don't know, man. I, I I've been. Spike is trash. Dude, I don't like him. I, I, and I'm, I'm actually like preparing my defense, man. I, I actually like him even less. Explain, like, like we got a little time because everyone, no, no one else is buzzed in, but like, like, you, you think Spike Lee is a trash director? I mean, I like his like he's an idea guy in my opinion. Like, I get I get he's uh he's woke and socially conscious and everything, and I respect that a ton about him. But as far as a director, like he doesn't really have a unique style to me. Um, nothing he does really stands out. I feel like a lot of the times his directing can actually detract from a story. Like, I don't know if this is right or. It, if it's a combination of the both, but I was like looking at some of the flicks he made, man, like uh, like the miracle in Santa Ana, Saint Anna, like that's like a dope story, man. Like it is, like black black soldiers, you know, like. But the movie was terrible to me, man. Like it was so slow and dry. It, it wasn't his strongest film, but like Spike Lee has had way more. He's had way more like mass. I, I don't want to say mass. Way more good films than bad films. Uh, I don't know about that. Like he's a perfect director by any stretch of the imagination, but to say he's trash, dude is like clearly like a student of film, man. Like he makes good-looking films. Like aside from there being like good content along to go along with the films, like like you're saying. So you're saying stylistically, he's? Do you think he's just unoriginal, or he has bad? Stylistically, he's bland. Um. I can't. I, I, I can't disagree more. Like, uh, like nothing in his catalog really jumps out to me. Like, do the right thing. I think is his best film that he's ever made. Apart from that, like his best movies have been documentaries, in my opinion. I disagree, man. I disagree. Like, so you didn't. So you didn't think Malcolm X? I felt like that was that was Denzel. Oh man, like 
We we gonna have to dedicate another show to this man. Like so, you didn't like Crippling either. We're going to school. What about Mo Better Blue? I could pass on it. What about School Days? I, I, school Days is okay. Like I mean, he makes average films to me, man. He, he's like the Jeff Fisher of movies, man. Like no, 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 yeah. The, the niggas right down the middle. Like, like, listen, listen. I couldn't have disagree more, man. The two best movies have all been made before '95. Like, he hasn't made anything great in over twenty, over like twenty years. Wait, 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 wait. That's not. That's so not true. That's not true. So you didn't like you didn't like Bamboozle. Bamboozle was okay, but I never watched it again. Like I thought it was a decent flick watching it, but I, I never had the urge to watch it again. I really didn't tell a lot of people like, "Hey, man, check out Bamboozle." Like Bamboozle was dope. Like I'm like Bamboozle was cool. I, I watched it once. I, I but it, it, it it's it's not like a like a Spielberg or, or a Nolan. Or, or I wouldn't put Spike Lee anywhere near my top 20, 30 filmmakers. Like. He's in my top three. I'm sorry, man. So, I so, so you didn't like Inside Man? Inside Man was okay, but like, like, when say I'm Back saying, to the Future. Saying, said, like, if, if, if Inside Man is on TV, would you watch it? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Like, I'm not gonna stop what I'm doing and watch Inside Man. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> hey, like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't Back to the Future, a uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises, uh, something what about, like. What about? It, the, it's a lot of movies I stop and watch. What about the Inside Man? 25th hour was cool, but like I said, it's it's like mediocre filmmaking. Like outside of okay, Ed Norton, so, Grant, I disagree though. Oh, I, Dave, I put, what Dave. about Miracle on St. Anna? Trash. Oh, that is that is mm. terrible. So Dave, mm. every movie, every most of the movies we've named off, you said they're cool or they're good or they're just okay. That's not a trash director though. A trash director is Michael Bay. That's Jeff Fisher. Even Michael Bay has a unique standout something about him that makes him stand out. Okay, he's a blockbuster and he can't write a script for nothing, but at least Michael Bay has a niche with, with something with the CGI characters, explosions, whatever. But so you don't think you don't think Spike Lee has a niche? It's Nick. It's, I mean, it's black movies, but but like I said, I said Spike Lee, Spike Lee's this bitch. He's got an eye for uh, for stories. You know what I mean? Like that's why I feel like his best movies have been documentaries. Like if you check out what uh, it's four little girls or something like that about the four girls they had killed. Like that, that. Is, that is a good. That is a good documentary. Tremendous man. When the levees broke was fantastic. He was behind uh, Kings of Comedy, Oob Dreams, uh, uh, else too, man. Like his his documentaries are off the chain, but I feel like that's that's where his mindset. That's where he needs to be. Like actually writing and penning stories, I don't feel like that's his strong suit at all. And like like his his visual style, like like crack is abysmal to me. Like that that might be in my bottom three movies ever seen, man. I mean, Chirac Chirac left a little to be desired. I love. I, I saw what he was trying to do. But I, I agree, he was trying to do a little too much, and he kind of missed he missed the mark. Right, it was there, but there was there was things too like about Chirac, but unfortunately, like it was too too much of an uneven film. You know what I mean? It's like for every one thing he did right, he did two things like there were two things distracting you from the the, the, the excellent thing that he had just did it. At. So I'll give you that one, but to say he's trash, man, I, I think that's a I think that's a bit of an overstatement. 
but but we got we got a couple more people that patched in, man. Like y'all can go ahead and announce yourselves since the the app no longer tells me who's in. Was that Jamil? Uh, uh, Greg and Reggie. Oh, what's up, Greg? What's up? I heard Reggie. Yeah, what's up? <coughs> what's happening? What's the word, man? Okay, so we going we going to dive right into it, man. We we got a lot to get to uh, uh, this week. Um, Wait, so I, we don't get to comment on the Spike Lee thing, or is, was that just a one-on-one conversation? <laughs> you know what? Let's revisit that. Let's revisit that because because where do you fall on that in that, in that argument, Greg? I don't think Spike Lee is trash. I think I think that um, his body of work from the past doesn't allow him to be trash. I, I just believe that he's he's um he's more nuanced than anything. So he's he's a bit rigid in what he what he does, what he wants to shoot, how he wants to shoot it, and uh, and it's it it affects the, the product now because think. So many things have changed. We've seen great directing. Well, I mean, one in particular, Christopher Nolan, is <clears throat> just he has an eye for it. Like he, like what people are presenting now in film is a lot different from what Spike Lee is doing. Um, but I think, I think that also, um, that that's the, that's also dependent on who he works with. So if he works with like a like a Jordan Peele, um, I mean, the Black Klansman is getting higher reviews than than anything he's done in a while so you know it, it, it he's he's coming out of it plus he's an older dude man they get kind of stuck in their ways but i don't i don't consider him a trash director i can name a, a bunch of people that i consider trash directors yeah like michael um, bay yeah i heard you say michael bay um michael bay is also nuanced man he's got a it's it's something very specific <laughs> that he needs to do every movie and that's just what he has to do. But I don't, I, mm, I don't consider him trash. I'll put it like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like my my favorite three directors at the moment. Probably Spike Lee, Jim Jarmusch, and shoot, I'll even I'll throw Tarantino in there, man. Okay. You're not a you're not a Spielberg or a Nolan fan. I am a Nolan fan. I am a Nolan fan. You know what? Nolan can knock off Jim Jarmusch. Okay. Um, so Mac is... his his catalog isn't as extensive, but what he does have out there is pretty good. But let's 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 go ahead and dive into this hip hop real quick. Um, oh, okay. Well, splash, splash. <laughs> okay. Right, we, we, we we could always come back to this, but um, artists, man, artists in the past have seen a measure of success from doing projects and full length albums while collaborating with another artist um just a few to name uh, that come to mind um you know of course mf doom and mad villain i mean and mad lib they did mad villain uh black daughter knife wonder dropped this year elzion crisis locksmith and apollo brown uh most of talib kwali uh even if you want to go mainstream, Jay Z and Kanye West, uh, T Pain and Little Wayne. Um, oh, so what? What artists would you all personally like to see do an, a full length project together that you all think would be dope? Um, well, first, who you want to go? Who you want? Well, we'll start with you, Dave. Uh, I had I had wrote a couple down, man, but I, I lost my paper. But uh, <laughs> I've always been a big fan of like live bands, like like the Roots. I always wanted to hear like Jay Z with the Roots or somebody like that behind them. 
Um, because I really that Lincoln Park Jay Z mashup. But I would I would always wanted to hear too. Uh, like I know him like more specific him like with a different like a louder type uh band if that makes sense something like a rick rubin like i like to hear him do a whole project with a rick rubin somebody like like matches intensity like like he did kind of with the beastie boys oh but um that's that's just one i i could remember that i wrote okay okay we look like we had a fifth person just patch in can you announce yourself what it is brother this is fred hampton the fifth Waking y'all up this evening. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, Jamil? Well um, done. So, uh, <laughs> I like that intro, man. <laughs> you need to do that all the time. Um, <laughs> so, so Greg or Reggie? Well, well, Reggie, you can go first. Uh, who would you like to see do a collab collaboration project together? Uh, a full project. I would like to see Jay Z and Nas. Mm, okay. Okay. I think that would work. Honestly. I think that will work. What about you, Greg? Uh, Eminem and Redman. Uh, I think uh, that'd be him. I think it'd be bars, bars on top of bars. Like it'd just be, it'd be nuts. It'd be like Fort Knox, <laughs> just bars everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Man, I, now, now, you do you think Eminem would kind of leave Redman in the dust a little bit? No, no, <laughs> no. no. If you've listened to our show, Upon Further Review, uh, we did hey. dip and dive into that uh, with, uh, you know, some Redman talk. Yeah. Shoot. He's admitted he's like, he's looked up to Eminem. I mean, uh, he's looked up to Redman, too. So I think I think that'd be kind of dope to kind of hear, like, his inspiration, too. When he gave his list, that was the number one MC he put on there. Right. Mm. It's just, it's up to the production at that point. Don't overproduce it. But give him something that knock, and just let him go. I think it'd be, I think it'd be dope. Yeah, yeah. What about you, uh, uh, Jamil? Who would you like to see do a collab project? Man, I got like seventeen of them. <laughs> uh, so one, uh, give me, give me a common and Nas album uh, produced by Nike. Rumor, that was rumored to ha- to supposed to have happened, but it just never materialized. It, it never happened. But give me that with a uh, pr- produced solely by night, uh, not night wonder, uh, no ID. Mm. Uh, I had another one. Give me a strictly California project. Um, Razkaz, Kendrick, and uh, Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Strictly produced by Madlib. Mm, okay. Okay. Strictly. I think I think Ra- you said Razkaz, Schoolboy Q, Q, and who else? Kendrick, they would leave Schoolboy Q in the dust, man. No, oh, absolutely. no, no, absolutely. no. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And I like, and I like Schoolboy Q. I met Schoolboy. Q. He got a different sound than them, though. I think that just a mashup. Like I, I start. Schoolboy, I would like to hear him kind of pair with a Cuddy or somebody like who kind of vocals a little bit. The reason my, my thinking with that is that Q, uh, Q would bring a little bit of balance to it because with Kendrick and Rap, it's just gonna be bars, 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 bars. Mm-hmm. But I think that you can have somebody with that's coming from a different point of view who's still lyrical. He may not be as dope lyrically as the other two, right? But, but I his, think you, yeah. I think you can make it work. 
I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on this Cole and uh, Kendrick album. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it's not happening. It's not happening. They, they said the it, it might not happen anytime soon, but they, they got to put they the sketches the together. Recorded. That's what not I heard. all of it. They said they recorded some. They had a stretch where they was doing some songs together. Like in the, he said that in the Angie Martinez interview. I heard it recently. recorded half. I heard. I, I think that I, I think Kendrick is. I need twenty. He's such an ever-changing <laughs> artist. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't see him just like recording something and then leaving it in the vault for a real long time. I think he would scrap it and come up with something completely new. That's why I don't see this project coming together anytime soon. But you know, that's just me. That's just me. But I um, mean, I would. I think I would be up to Top Dog more than more than anything else. The Cole seems to be able to do whatever he wants these days. Mm-hmm. Yo, we right, had la- a last time. one. My bad, go ahead. I'm sorry, we had look like we had a six person chime in. Can you announce yourself? What's up? It's wrong. What's up? What y'all? up, Jerome? What's good? Wrong, what up? DJ Complex in the house. But um was that it from your list, Jamil? Man, like I said, I got a million of them, but I do want to say this and this would be my last one, even though I got others. But we can talk about that another time. Uh this one is strictly Atlanta. I want a, a Dre three thousand. CeeLo Green, Janelle Monet project produced by Organized Noise. Yeah. I think the time for that has passed. I no, think no. it was I, it's never passed. Good music is timeless, brother. Yeah. And Janelle is now Can, can CeeLo hold up his end of the bargain? I guess that's the question. Man, I don't see why not. The bars ain't went nowhere. He I mean he sings more than he raps, but there's no no reason to believe that he couldn't still do it. Like CeeLo as a rapper, I think people forget because of the, the pop star thing that he did, but that's why I would like to see something like that. And and if if it was strictly hip hop from those two and maybe more of the melodic stuff from Janelle, who also could spit, I don't know if she writes her own stuff, but she has a, a nice delivery. I think that could be a really interesting project. Especially think, done by organized noise. I think if, if if you put them together six or seven years ago, you would have a good project. Um and I would be definitely be excited about it. But wait a minute, but who would be lacking? Why wouldn't it why wouldn't it work now? Mm. Uh, That's my this, point. I think Janelle Monet She's more popular now than than ever though, eh? She more popular well, now than she is popular doesn't necessarily <gasps> mean better. But I think she's she, got, she, she, she found she a voice, man. I think she's one yeah. of the most versatile ones. That that I, I, I think she's more versatile than six, actually. Okay, well, I think I she's much better than where she's where she's come from, and she's found yeah. a voice ever since she told people that she's in, she enjoys the female uh, persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So she had a weight lifted off her chest, huh? Yeah, yeah. All the time, I agree to him to the third point. He always. <laughs> okay, so so tell me this. So I, I put it this way then. I, I would be cool with that if you drop CeeLo. Because if you got Janelle Monet delivering, you probably don't even need like Why can't they do a joint together though, Ian? Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, why would I you? don't see CeeLo and Janelle Monet gelling for an entire project. I thought it'd be why good. not? I mean, good. like a track or two though. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know how they, you got certain people do a track or two, they can do a track or two on a on a, uh, yeah. on a uh, level, level. link up, link up on a hook, or they get but a verse to sell. He kind of jump and move around the same thing he did with that Nas Barkley thing. Like you know, yeah. he sing, he rap, he, he around like something like that. But I can exactly. see him. I can see that whole project working. 
I mean, you have three artists in that in that space that are all very they all very left to center and they're all very versatile in what they do. Oh, and I'm talking about a production like, team of musicians. Or it could be like what he did with Philip Bay. Yeah. I just think the songs would be like four or five minutes longer piece, which ain't it don't bother me. Right. Make it a nice tight ten songs, four or five exactly. minutes a piece. Exactly. I'm good with Could that. Could be a classic, man. Possible possible eye, possible eye. Um I don't know. I just don't see it working, man. I just don't see it working. I think you just didn't like it because wasn't nobody from Wu on it. Yeah, yeah that's why you y'all missing some <laughs> y'all missing some inspector deck. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had I had a group I had a group with him in it too, but I, I think I've I've taken up enough of the group's time with that one. Well, well, let me uh, let me let me share mine. I, I had just a few. Um, I think a project between Redman and Madlib would be off the chain. Like if we got like Quasimodo era Madlib and Redman, I think that would be butter, man. Another one I would like to see Black Thought and Apollo Brown. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, my stuff, man. <laughs> I was just thinking about that, too. Black yeah, I and Apollo Brown. I would also like to see Merz and Apollo Brown do a project together. I think that would work. Mm-hmm. Also, Eminem and Alchemist. Like, lyrically, Eminem is better than he's ever been right now. Uh, where he is right now. What? If, if, you, if you paired him with Alchemist and got him some, like, just some consistent, like, just dirty, grimy, edgy beats. For him to rhyme over, I think it would. I think you would have a classic, man. Because like the problem with the, the, the only reason Kamikaze wasn't a classic because the, was because the production was a little lacking. Better, he's rapping better now than he's ever ever rapped. I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that. That's 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 ridiculous. I mean, better than he has in a long time. I can give you that, but I don't know about ever. Two or three albums. Let me put it that way. Okay, and let me put it this way: the, this new, this new, this new style of Eminem with the with the with the dense wordplay and the and the, you know, talking real strong on the mic, like like ever since he took over the this style, this is the best he's been. Like like Kamikaze is like his benchmark. That should be his standard from here on out. You know, should he continue rapping? You know, I'm with it. I'm with it. But it paired him with like an alchemist, someone who just gave him raw, dirty hip hop beats. I think he could have a. I think I think he he could do a project stronger than Kamikaze. I can agree with that. Mm, just I think yeah, the I agree with the beat be way part. better. Yeah, I agree with the beat part because the beats. Yeah, yeah. Give him some some just nasty, dirty, gutter beats. Yeah. Give me give me that. some give me some havoc beats or some like '90s RZA beats, like real RZA beats. He just need the most. Like nothing. They, uh, I don't know what they using now. Not, not trap drums. He just need regular old school '90s hip hop. Right. Boom bap and some strings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely, man. And then my last one. My last one. I think will work. Inspector Deck and DJ Premier. Yeah. Yeah. Just, this is just for your personal archives, or. This is for the masses to enjoy. <laughs> oh, but it's for both, nigga. <laughs> this for. Don't, don't, don't be mad. I respect the big rapping in the closet like Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah, wow. Closet. A 
Bob Atomic Beat. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all laughing because cause the Trap Kids won't like it. That would be a ridiculous album. It may be, but we'll see how many copies you sell on that one. Don't, don't. Oh. Ian, will, Ian, Ian will probably buy a thousand himself. I'll buy, I'll buy at least ten. Don't be bad at me. Don't be bad at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it won't sell, but them tickets, them shows will be sold out. Now, it won't be an arena show. I hear that. Right, he's selling out no United right. Center. But you might you sell out a, a house of blues or something. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, fans of the culture eat it up, though. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely, man. Inspector Deck is probably the most, at next to Ghostface, he's probably the most consistent MC out of the Wu Tang Clan. Um, he just delivers, man. He just delivers, and that he has the most it. You, you think so? I think. I don't know. Maybe I think Method Man more than him nowadays. Maybe because I think that I think Method Man is the most like fluent as in what you mean by fluent? Let me put it that way. No, I what you mean? Consistent. consistent. Okay, so you mean like consistent, like putting out tracks, freestyles, and all the other stuff? Yeah, just, no, just quality, quality material. Okay, okay, okay I agree. Good, good. Quality. Yeah, yeah I, I, okay, I agree with that. And he has a voice that you don't get tired of. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Like even with Ghost, man, after a while, like his voice could kind of get, it could kind of wear on. Like him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, expected Dak, he has a voice that, you know, he just he he kicks it off right, man. And like he he, you don't get tired of his voice, basically. Like like he's very he's a straight shooter, man, and just very consistent. I think his he would he would match well with Primo, honestly. But yeah, man, if that's if that's all y'all got as far as collab albums, man. Oh, we can do this all night. I got more. I got. I, 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 got, um, I was thinking y'all probably two more, uh, uh, Jamil. Two more. All right. I think I said this like in jest before, but I I really do mean that. Uh, Pusha T and Cool G rap, but I would like to add Guilty Simpson to that. Ooh. With uh, I couldn't think of one producer that I would want, but I would at least want two tracks from Havoc. But I don't think I would want him to do the whole album. This dude's like a mad scientist over here. I think that would be dope, dude. You know who could produce it? Put a splash of DJ Premier in it. Indeed. Man, dude, get Black Milk or Oh No on the board. That's kind of what I was thinking of Black Milk production. That would be dope. Or even Apollo Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since we just throwing crazy stuff out there, how about a CeeLo Green Janelle Monet album <laughs> with Kate Renata producing? Ooh. <laughs> Why not? Let's get crazy. Why not? Hey, 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 Greg, you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> Another one I had on my mind was a, uh, a Lupe and Elzai uh, collab. Oh, man. That'd be tight. With Ninth Wonder Beats. That would be dope. That would, that could, that could help bring Lupe back down to earth a bit. I think so. Dude, what if Lupe redid College Dropout? Like oh took all the beats. Oh my goodness! Did I just blow your mind right there? A little all bit. Right. I'm, I'm picking up brain frames. What if Lupe I would, start? I would like to see. I would like to see a Lupe and Just Blaze collab. You said Lupe and who? Lupe and who? I would like to see a, a Lupe and Just Blaze collab. Yeah, mm. that would be dope. I don't, all, all the beats might overpower them though. All just Blaze. I'm thinking Just Blaze is too. I think it's for Lupe. Nah, but yeah, I'm saying if you if you get the sample blaze, 
with you just getting the samples. Lupe can he can he can kind of you know what I'm saying hit you with that talk at that point. And I think it would work if you look at what the the damage that um why can't I think of the name of that song the J Electronica song right the on uh Exhibit C. That is a a, a hugely theatrical beat and J Electronica don't have like a super strong voice, but he he's authoritative authoritative or however you would say that he's strong <laughs> vocally on the track and i think you know that that's an, an example of what lupe might do with a, with a just blaze type of production yeah 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 i think i think he would be in his pocket i, I could see struggling with that over, over i agree mm. and that might be a lot for for us to listen to too <laughs> right right yeah. yeah i like it though yeah, man, Give me a seven track project. I could do that. Yeah, if you kept it yes. short and sweet, you kept it short. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think that will I think that could definitely work, man. What happened to that 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 uh, Gambino and uh, what's his name project? Oh, it's Who? Gambino and supposedly, that, supposedly that's still happening. That's what I heard. I would enjoy that thoroughly. Wait, did you say did you say childish Gambino and Chance the Rapper? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still happening as far as I heard. I think this chance Kanye could be lovely, but I, we'll, we'll move on. So I'm just yeah, it, yeah. Kanye has been on a tear lately, man. You you got to give it to him, man. Like this is he's had a good year, man. If he could keep this from <laughs> the tracks he's making is not good, but everybody else he's doing is great. Like the tracks, he's yeah, making, his stuff. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but yeah, everybody, I agree. Everybody else stuff was good. Yeah. His stuff, I, it felt like he was just. Let me just. <laughs> this kind of, let me just throw this in there. Pee, bom, bom. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Boom, bang, bang. That nigga signed in the. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So so let's let's get. Oh. Got a bad can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. Okay. Okay. Let's get into our next our next yeah. uh, bullet point. Um, Reggie, man, this week Reggie was going to share with us his top 10 hip hop albums of all time. Mm, I'm intrigued. Uh, who's and Reggie's list is the list I've been kind of anxious to get to because I know he's gonna throw us some curveballs, man. Um, dips, you say dips that I'm hanging up <laughs> <laughs> instead, instead of saying somebody else should hang up for themselves. I'll, I'll just do it myself, I'll remove myself. <laughs> Hey man, if I was de- if I was uh, stranded on an island, if I want to listen to this, hey man, that's real. That's real. That's all you got. Get that. Nah, you want to spear fist and let him do it. <laughs> so this ain't no particular order, uh, but I got I got Twister, Dylan, Rush. Okay. I got Biggie Life at the Death. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ghostface Supreme Clientele. That one. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt and Blueprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got Nas Illmatic. Mm-hmm. I got CeeLo, CeeLo Green and his perfect imperfections. Okay. I got Will Smith. I'm the rapper. He's the DJ with Jazzy Jeff. That's interesting. And I got Kanye West Late Registration. Late Registration? Not college dropout? Not, gra- not graduation? 
Okay, my bad. It's hey, your list. Hey, the man said what he said. I like late registration, man. I, I, I enjoy graduation. Have you listened to our review? But if I was going to go with one, I like the, the versatility that late registration brings. <laughs> Have you listened to our review? I mean, we broke it down pretty good, man. I, I, I don't know if you listened to it recently. <laughs> I have listened to it recently, but like I said, that's what I, that's what I got, man. So okay, okay. Um, what made you go with Will Smith's He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper? Um, I enjoyed the album, man. It got... I mean, the music, sonically, it's amazing. Uh, I was listening to some of it, like, just to make sure that I was I would choose this album. I was listening to it the, just recently this week, and, like, I, I'm sold on it. Like, it's a dope project, man. Cool, man. Cool, cool. Um, Supreme Clientele, man, that jumped out as well. Uh, you the first person to have uh, a Wu a Tang solo joint on his top ten. So, um, what made you go with that one? Uh, Ghostface is probably by far one of my favorite storytellers. Absolutely. Um, Supreme Clientele, man, just that Apollo Kids. That song alone, man, like it probably should be like the top one hundred hip hop songs of all time. Like that song is ridiculous. <laughs> So, uh, but I mean, like, just some of the commentary, the skits that was on that album, like, they was low-key talking about, uh, I think it was 50 Cent they were talking about, low-key. Yeah, uh, yeah, with the skit at the end. Yeah, like, I mean, like, just the whole album, man, it was it was dope, man. Yeah, what did you think of that song, Mighty Healthy? Mighty Healthy? Um, when we, he said, when we rock these mics, we get busy. <laughs> I can't hear you. When we rock you, you got to testify real. <laughs> when we had... <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, you said what? Dave? Oh no, I, I can't hardly hear you. So you were going in now. No, that's the song with the sample of the kung fu dude talking in the background, correct? Yeah, yeah. In the no, that song is cold. I mean, and that's another thing, like the fact that he was like he's killing, he's killing, like. The, the samples that maybe I, I don't know if Rizzo produced that or not but I mean like you can hear that heavily Kung Fu uh, influence in that album as well um, but I mean like my, my favorite joint is uh, uh, that also had the uh, hold on which one is it the grain yeah yeah the grain yeah that sample um, it was like that that soulfulness like it almost sounded like a just plays with uh, beat or whatever but like I said, the, the album itself, man, it just got so many layers to it. Uh, it got like, you know, the, the gutter part of it. Then you got, like I said, the, the, the more pop version of like Apollo Kids. You even had uh, Shay Shay LaGhost. I mean, like it just had a lot of different layers that, you know what I'm saying? In terms of you had to listen to this album every day, like you can get something out of it yeah. every time. You've got a pretty eclectic list too. Like, I think I like the way you went with that. As a, as a desert island kind of a list because it, it they don't sound the same. Yeah, you I got, mean they all I, dope projects. And the fact that I mean that's why I went with the that's why I went with CeeLo because he's spitting on that boy, but you also get like some some more instrumental type flow on there. Yes, and, indeed. Um, you get that, that closet said, freak. They said jazz. <laughs> they said jazz is a killer. Yeah, man. 
Man, good list, man. Good list. Um, so, um, he wasn't, unfortunately, he, he wasn't able to join us this week, but Jason actually, last week, he sent me his top 10 uh, albums of all time. And, um, you know, he's the, he, he was the old head of the, of the group, so um, it, it comes as no surprise from the albums he has on here. He has uh, Wu-Tang, Into the Dirty Six Chambers. Uh, BDP by all means necessary. EPMD strictly business. Um, mm. The roots things fall apart. A tribe called Quest. Low end theory. Um, Slum village. Uh, he actually has fantastic value one. Okay. Um, NWA straight out of Compton. Uh, oh, you said what? Did he say that was a mistake? Uh, it probably was a typo. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about it. Because uh, it's an iconic album, but uh, the bars? <laughs> Where they at, though? Where they at, though? <laughs> okay, so, so he got NWA straight out of confidence. Yes. Eric B. and Rakim paid in full. Uh, Redman, Muddy Waters. I thought that was a real nice. one. That, that is a dope album. Yes, indeed. Um, and then they come on so West strong. Sorry, go ahead. Waters, uh, by Tribe. Um, but yeah, solid list, man. Um, yeah, Muddy Waters, man. That's one that kind of stands out in this list. Uh, everything else might have been a little predictable. It's interesting, man. Like, like everybody i think except for reggie has had things fall apart by the roots on their top 10. That's yeah. Awesome, yeah it's a solid album man it's, yeah, it's, it's, awesome. they were definitely like at, at their apex when they when they did yeah, that yeah. but um but yeah man so so next week um greg man i want you to share your top 10 album yes and, uh, is there anybody here who hasn't got a chance to share this I haven't done mine either. Oh, you haven't done yours either, Dave? Okay, so Dave and Greg. Um, Save the best for last. I was just going to say, I see how you're trying to play this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think their lists, I think their lists are going to be totally different. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I'm just I'm just talking about how you're trying to uh, save yourself for last. That's what I'm talking about. Uh. I mean, like, a, a, lot of, a lot of the albums I have on my list, I have already been named. So, okay. Um, I mean, I Fair have enough. a couple of curveballs, but not many at this point. That was that was another thing. I mean, people mentioned, you know, what I'm saying some tribes, some other stuff. Like I was just trying not to pick some of the things that people have already mentioned as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You get some of the stuff that I got, but I mean, this I still would, you know, confidently can say this would be stuff that I would listen to without a doubt. But you know. I could replace the album or two here or there with a tribe or you know what I'm saying a loop or something like that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, um, moving right along, man, we got a lot in hip hop news to cover, man. Like I don't want to spend too much time on this, but you know, let, let let's hit the quickies first, man. Um, what? I don't do that anymore, sir. Yeah. <laughs> 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 time is too valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't care what I don't care what she told you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Your marathon, man. Huh? Had that taken care of. 
Um, in hip hop, man, we sorry. <laughs> we got the um, we got the Cardi B Nicki Minaj fight where Cardi got her head bumped up, man. Did y'all have any thoughts on this? Y'all wanted to share? Yes. Where was yeah, all right. Where was all this smoke from Nicki Minaj when Sheether came out? All of a they sudden, they wasn't in the same place. They weren't in the same place. But she wasn't. She don't hang either. out. She don't hang out in Remy Ma circles. Just like Cardi B shouldn't have been in that circle. But there she go, popping up. Yeah. yeah. My thing is though, it was all of the talk that happened prior to that. I think that's what led to the physical altercation. She wasn't. She wasn't saying anything. And Remy came for her life. Like she said, you you linking up with a child molester or whatever she said about her brother. She she paid for his legal fees or something like that. Oh yeah. Like you got to speak out on that. All this rap stuff is one thing. When you talk about that, like that is a a uh, character attack. And she said nothing about it. All she said was, "Oh, I, I didn't." Because Remy Ma, I mean, Remy Ma is a whole nother like besides music. She on a whole nother level. Like she, she too real. So, but that, but that's kind of my point. You had, <laughs> you had a real one, and you, and you, you back down, and all of a sudden, you're, you're super tough, you know, because it's a problem with with uh, Cardi. So, who won the fight, though? That's what I want to know. I mean, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a fight. fight. It wasn't a fight. Oh, Somebody got boxed, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, she got that. Uh, she got that that lump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know the bodyguard did that. It wasn't even like a fight, fight. Like she right. didn't even care. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's stupid, man. It's like I saw the video, man. It's like, man, white people are just standing around shaking their head. Oh, these Negroes. Um, <laughs> you think they say it like that, Negroes? Of course, of course they do. Of course they wow. don't. That's that's hard, hard territory, <laughs> my man. <laughs> You're right. Negroes. Negroes is what you say on the radio. That's raw and uncut when they in, in the kitchen. Right, right. That's what your grandma say when she trying out the curse. Right. Get out of here, you Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so so another just real quick one. If y'all want to say yay or nay, whether or not y'all want to discuss this, please feel free. Uh, Black Eyed Peas going back to being a trio again and releasing all this new music. I saw that. It's cool. It's never too late for pop. Never too late for pop. No, 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 no. They going back to the oh, you said on in the taste man. They going back to their old roots, like real hip hop roots, or they doing the same pop stuff. No, no, they're going back to their roots. Like, have you heard this song they just dropped called Con? Uh, you know what? Maybe I need to listen to it, but I kind of gave up on Black Eyed Peas, like, as the general with real hip-hop. You know what I mean? But maybe I need to listen to what you, uh, you said, when did it come out? It came out maybe, like, two weeks ago. They dropped this song called Constant. But they, of course, they dropped Fergie or whatever, and they've gone back to being a trio. And Will I Am has been saying like, yeah, we've been making music for like everybody else for like the past like, you know, eight years. Like we want to go back to doing what we were doing before. And the, I got to be honest, man, the music sounds good, man. It, it sounds legit. Um, so you know, it might be- they made all the money they can, so they're going back to hip hop. 
That's basically what they do. Right. Okay. Right. Hey, man. The American way. It don't bother me. As long as it's good. Anything. Make your money and stuff like that. But don't don't bull crap. Bull. Make your money, but it's either be original all the way through or, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, I, just, I don't know. I'm actually kind of okay. I don't care either way. Yeah, I'm cool. They they did their thing with Fergie. They made some tracks. They they made some hot stuff. They made their money. Who cares? I mean, dude, now they want to do their pop. Cool. Make your money, but it's just that they seem like it's like a. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, it's not a cash grab. I can't explain it. Maybe next episode I'll explain it better. But I think it's like a a, a using mentality. Like, man, use make your all. You know, you making some deep hip hop stuff, and then you went straight pop for ten years, and now you say, I mean, "Man, I got all my money." Now let's go back to the hip hop. Oh, oh, oh. Stay, I mean, but right. they supposed to stay broke. Like I'm, no, 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 no. We got you, it's, you, it's artists that do. So that's what I'm saying. pop. Stay in your lane. Nah, it, I do. But they in both lanes. They was originally in the rap lane. Like and right. they, they, they got and they was dope. Yeah, Smith. <laughs> They wasn't making money, Smith. I, they went. In, yeah, you was right. They in the pop lane, but they went. They did a U turn all. I mean, they was in the hip hop lane. Then they did a U turn all the way to pop, like super pop. Live. But see, so, that gets me. Uh, this pop is not all the way over there. So it's like an off ramp. Pop, hey, pop, hey, pop, 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 pop ain't across the city. Wait, real quick though. Real quick though. Black Eyed Peas, man. Like they've always, even with their first two albums. They always had a poppish lean, right? So when they made that full over transition in the Fergie, yeah, it was a pretty naked, you know, move what they were doing. But sonically, they were already kind of, you know, leaning in that direction. Mm-hmm. But you know, they were a little shameless in the way they did it. And like as far as what they're doing now, <clears throat> you know, if the music is good, fine, whatever. I, I'll, I'll rock to it, you know. But you know, Will I Am was very upfront with what they, you know, what direction the, the group took and why. Basically, saying they were just trying to sell units. You know, when they added Virgin to the group, so right. You yeah, know, what's wrong with that? Upfront about it, because see, Black Eyed Peas, man. If you recall, like back when independent hip hop was really yes, like, they wanted the originals. Right. Ian used to dress like the cats, man. I remember uh, the video. Yeah. That's the joint, <laughs> joints and jams. He ain't got a fit just like my man when he was dancing in the hallway, bro. Hey, Greg, you dress like a you dress like an A and R for Wu Tang. It's hard but, to argue. I mean, people. I don't. I don't really see how people can beef with this move though, because you have people like Miley Cyrus and Justin Timberlake who do the opposite. No, nobody's mm. beefing with the movie. What, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? No, no, no. What do you mean by that? I mean, I mean, seriously. What do you mean? I'm trying to find out. No, what I, what I mean by that is, this. all right, so the Black Eyed Peas started off like strictly hip hop. Even though they were like, you know, a, a little on the pop side, they weren't like super hardcore, but they were definitively hip hop music. Yeah. Now, if you look at somebody like Miley Cyrus, she was very much a pop princess who then dipped her toes into like a hip-hop type of a sound and dressed for for a minute because she wanted to be edgy but then when it got too hot she left and now she's back doing her thing you know doing yep. something else justin timberlake took a very 
similar approach. He stayed, you know, more hip hop leaning or R&B sounding longer, but it's the same thing. He was a pop dude with NSYNC. He's like, I'm grown now. I want to be edgy. I'm, I'm doing this R&B stuff. We go get Timberland. And then, yeah, and then he get that. He did that. Uh, Man of the Woods, which is trash. Come on, man. It's trash. And it's a message. If that, ain't, if that ain't the middle finger to the to the black fans, I don't know what is. Reggie, Reggie always dropping them gems, man. Gee, it's straight trash, man. That's what it is. It's a man in the woods that made trash, man. <laughs> Garbage. Even with even with Timberland beats, like it was just not a good project. But it wasn't made for the R and B artists. I mean, the R and B fans. That was that was a, tr- a country album. So no, okay. So this is what I'm saying. Okay, now. I understand what you're saying, and I now kind of changed my viewpoint. But we were just talking about what two episodes ago, Nicki Minaj doing the same thing, and y'all was getting down on her about that. So what's the difference between y'all getting down on Nicki Minaj and Nicki Minaj? Because she's doing the Nicki, same thing. Nicki, Nicki Minaj. But Nikki is not reverting back to any real roots. Like right. Nikki doesn't have the same roots as the Black Eyed Peas. Exactly. She she's always kind of wanted to be that type of artist. Yeah. Plus she's seeking commercial success. Like Black Eyed Peas that's, that's what Nikki went from independent to commercial and now they just trying to go back to know that real hip hop and then I yeah. think it's, and then I think it's the persona that she put, portrays as well like she portrays yeah. she's the greatest female rapper of all time right and it's like well how can you say that when this is what you want to do really like you don't want to rap you want to so yeah she definitely not better than Laura Hill <laughs> You ain't even got. You ain't even got to go that way. I'll give Black Eyed Peas. I'll give. I'll give the album shout out. But y'all change my mind. I'll give it a chance because Greg. Greg. Greg is out here trolling, man. Yo, man, I'm just stating facts. Yeah, but see, Black Eyed Peas, man, they were they were one of those groups that was like carrying the torch. You know, in the late '90s, when independent rap was getting its footing, and, and that's what I mean, so, I mean, they make good music. They make good music now. I mean, you know what I mean? I play them. I play them in the club. You know what I mean? You mean and coffee house? That's that's that's. that's <laughs> ain't nobody uh stop. stop. <laughs> ain't nobody. Ain't nobody in the club. <laughs> Not the way I'm rocking though. That's the thing. You never heard me on the turntable. So, uh, <laughs> No, nah, he talking about he talking about people. Right, this is what no, people listen. No, that wasn't about you. That was about the crowd. Yeah, it's no knock on you. It's, no, he's never, about, never. He talking about their music was more for like a coffee house. Exactly. Okay, but this no, was I wasn't. I wasn't like hip hop to me. I think they was raw hip hop to me, and it just totally flipped around. But I can really understand what y'all said. Like I see, they they pay their dues like dilated people, graphic five, and all the other like West Coast underground groups in the late nineties. So they pay, I, I changed my mind. You think they pay some dues in hip hop like that though? To say they, they check them, check the first couple of albums. I did. A legitimate base. Just raw hip hop. Just yeah, bottom basement hip hop. Like that's that's what they did. I mean, and they got a lot of cosigns from like heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. 
What? DJ Premier. Yes. What? Two two albums? Maybe three albums raw hip hop, right? Because I can't speak the third, the third album. That's when they I think they did. Yeah, two solid. Two solid. Was it good enough to pay their dues in like raw hip hop type? Jerome just don't like black eyed peas, man. That's what it is. No, no, that is just that's a strong statement to say. She hey, got more. Hey, they got. They got more hip hop albums than Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got more hip hop albums than Lauryn Hill. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's easy. Easy. Lauryn Hill made an unplugged album as well, sir. But it wasn't hip hop. Trash. <laughs> Beats. <laughs> hey, that line. And I like that album too, but I, I laugh every time I hear that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, well, man. let's 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 move on, man. So, um, cause man, we, I, I'ma just I'ma just I, I gotta face the music, man. We just gonna have a, a long show tonight, man. Um, <laughs> so Joe Button versus Eminem, man. Um, you all know back and forth. Pump, you know. pump, pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, Eminem drew out a quick little four bar jab at Joe Button on the Kamikaze album. That's all you Joe Button spent an hour and 25 minutes, da- you know, downing and trashing the song and Eminem on his podcast. <clears throat> Claiming he's been better than Eminem for a decade now, but yet Joe has yet to respond with bars. And 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 Remy Ma called Joe out on the State of the Culture podcast. He treated him. I didn't hear that. Me, this is video. They were in the same room. She went hard at him. I love bro. I'm I'm loving I'm loving Remy Ma right now. But um, do you all think that? Joe can honestly take on Eminem. No, that's foolish. My opinion, my opinion no. if he could have, he would have. Like, exactly. Joe Buttons don't even believe he could do that. No. I don't I don't think I don't know if it's a situation where he don't I don't think he could. I don't know if he wants the backlash of everybody for doing it. He can't Are you serious? That's all that's all that's what he did. He wants all the smoke. What According to him, he wants all the smoke. Like, I'm exactly. talking about like his true peers, like he will have now. He have an issue with Royce. He have an issue with Crooked Eye. Like his problems become bigger than just him talking trash. It becomes. I don't. Now, I don't think he got I the. Believe, I don't think he got the ability to command him. I think he does. That's, that's that. Nah. I mean, he could make a respectable diss for sure. That's what I'm talking about. I think that this could be. It'd be. It'd be worthy of him responding. Nah. I think if if he didn't respond to Kelly, he ain't gonna respond to Button. Joe Button. Joe Button was he, he was the the third best member in Slaughterhouse. Like he, where, who told him he was dope? You saying Joel Ortiz <laughs> was better? Wait, 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 wait. No, and Dave, I thought that was I thought that was understood. Okay, I thought he was the fourth best best member of Slaughterhouse. <laughs> he, he was lagging. He was lagging way behind. Member of the group, and now he coming for Eminem. Like like I've been for how long? Like what's this? Wait, 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 the crazy thing, people believe this guy now. Because it's podcast. It's people, people, it's just, it's just, it's Joe podcast. Like people was actually skills because of Joe Button's podcast. And that's what's killing me now. Like I had to argue with these fools. Like, y'all really seriously talk about Eminem is a mediocre lyricist and Jerome, Jerome, and all this other stuff. Like, 
Jerome, Jerome, you need to get some better friends. <laughs> yeah, why would you argue with idiots? <laughs> Is it fat either? To be fair, these are internet goofies. I know who you're talking about. Um, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. You was on that too, wasn't you? On that video? Yeah, but I didn't participate in that foolishness. Oh, I've seen it, but I don't <laughs> talk to them people about this. Once you say something dumb, I'm out the conversation. But yeah, though, man, I was like, this, this is. But yeah, Joe, skills, all this. And this, this is. Yeah, now, now, is it just me or is. Is Eminem taking a little too long to respond to Machine Gun Kelly? Why can't he respond? It was a compliment. That this was basically a compliment all the way. Why do you have to respond? That's what I'm trying to say to to him. Mm. Why do you have to respond? Uh, I mean, you you kind of do. Like you can't let nobody punch you in the face. I'm just walk away. You know what I mean? Why would Eminem respond? Why do we have to respond? That's my question. Maybe a don't mediocre rapper, it. but he, he he didn't give a mediocre response. Right, right. He was confident. Like, like, he's, if, if you ask me, if you ask me, like like now I could be wrong. You might disagree with this, but if you ask me, Machine Gun Kelly kind of has him up against the rope. <laughs> it was a noteworthy deal. Look, he ain't got him up against the rope. This, this is four verses. Stay with him to say. He ain't got him up against the rope. But I think. Uh, I mean, a response. Like he was coming. I don't have to mean. I don't need it. Here's here's why I don't. I'm not gonna say he got him up against the ropes. It was a respectable diss, and what it did more than anything is showed us that Machine Gun Kelly is not as much of a joke as we thought. But all this is is all this is is the select team versus the dream team. You know what I mean? Like college players was (laughs) the, the the college players was dope in '92, and it had a couple Hall of Famers on that team. And they beat him the first game, allegedly. But then the Dream Team got serious and came back and mollywhopped. And that's exactly what would happen with it. Like, if Eminem seriously took the time and he wanted to respond, like, there's nothing that Machine Gun Kelly could really do to win this battle. But what he did was win a lot of respect of people by even <coughs> attempting it. Okay. So really, I'll it's a win for him at this point, no matter yeah. what. Okay. That's it. That's it. There you go. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Respond. It's like he said it, Kelly, and give Kelly a bigger respond platform. Say that one more time, Dave. Yeah. Who in the what now? He broke up. Yeah. A bigger platform. He'll give Kelly a bigger platform. I respond, and that's like the like he said in the swing. Yeah. But I don't know, man. We we were just we were just saying that last week. How Eminem is like KD. And why do he have to respond to everything? Sometimes I don't even think Eminem should respond to certain people, though, man. To, to I mean, my understanding, he already proved himself. I mean, you, I do. You don't have to respond to everybody, but this is one that you probably got to respond to. I do appreciate. Yeah, like, dude, like, wait, 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 wait. Let, do you all remember LL Cool J and Cannabis? Like, Cannabis didn't have an album out. He was a, a, a rookie and a newcomer in the game. LL was legend status already. We. He responded to cannabis. Cannabis, right? you can't compare the two. Cannabis was a great lyricist. This doesn't. Well, he wasn't on. What he's saying is, yeah. You can compare both of them, though. They're not the same. But I'm saying, but I'm saying is that true MCs respond exactly. Like, like, like if if it doesn't it doesn't matter the the, the size of the boxer. It, it it what matters is the size is the is the strength of the punch. It's like yeah, we all know it, Machine Gun Kelly ain't on Eminem's level. We all know this. But the diss was so respectable 
that it almost necessitates a response. Exactly. Okay, okay. So, we say, quote me if I'm wrong. I don't, I don't know if it's true or not, but quote me. Did 50 try to come at Jay Z before? And now? And did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah but 50 I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't ever as strong as a diss like this, though. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, like 50, 50, 50 Cent made How to Rob where he dissed 50 people. Jay Z was just one of 50 people that he, that he said some trash about. Agreed. Like, he didn't do what? A whole four minute long diss on Jay Z. Agreed. But y'all and, and Jay responded this? appropriately. He gave him one bar. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. about the dollars. What the? It's fifty, it's 50 cent. cent, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Close. So I'm just saying, if you're of that pedigree, if you're of that pedigree, yeah, you need to respond. Now, as far as the timing is I concerned, I mean, I think it's because of the age we're in. People want it so fast. But the question that I asked people when they were talking about that before, how much time passed between 100 miles of running and no Vaseline? A whole year. Exactly. It was the last track on the album. Like, <laughs> it just kind of came out of nowhere. So, it, the diss can come whenever. That's about we like yeah. it. Because the no, no Vaseline was just, oh my God. Exactly. I still listen to that. It, was, it, was, it gives it me was, chills. It was no Vaseline involved, basically. None. <laughs> <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, from Ooh. the beginning, dog. Here's what they think Ooh. about you. <laughs> Got. I'm glad y'all said it all, man. All righty, man. All righty. So we gonna move right along, man, to our next segment, man. Let's get into this album face off, man. Every week we we try to do an album face off, uh, this or that, and this week we got. Some instrumental albums facing off against each other. We got Jay Dillard's Donuts going up against Pete Rock's Peach Dementals. So, let's start off with, uh, let's see, Jerome, you there? Yeah. yeah. Which one of these albums you got, man? So, if I ain't mistaken, because I haven't heard these albums in a while. I ain't get time to. But uh, I think I like the Jay Dillard, uh, these Donuts. I think they had what? They had the instrumental way um, on there. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, Waves was on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I love that album. He had some raw beat. He had some um good, some good um like hip hop neo soul beats. But then he went to some raw beats, instrumentals. I just favor Jay uh, Jay Dilla beats over P Rock beats any day. I mean, that's just me in general. So yeah, that's about it. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, that was a great album. And P Rock, I mean, it was decent. Oh. It was decent. It was decent. Um, I don't think that I don't think that's I can't say that statement. I was gonna say I don't think that's um P Rod best instrumental C D. But I don't know. I, I get mixed like I say, I get mixed up with the tracks. So um yeah, I I definitely choose um J Dilla Okay, cool, cool. Reggie man, which one did you, uh which one did you prefer? Uh I'm gonna go with the J Dilla as well. Okay, Greg, what about you? I like J Dilla. Did you listen to the Dang. album, Greg? <laughs> yeah. Dang. Come on, man. Hey, okay. hey, hey. Don't try to play me like that, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not an unfair question, though. You don't always right. This is this is true, but I listened this time. I've been good the last it couple was, weeks. The, the only thing, I didn't listen to the entirety of uh, Donuts, because that boy is long. Long. That track is long. That's, it is long. It's about, what, 17 tracks? 
more than that. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's 30. It's 30. It's, 30. it's, 30. it's, a double, it's like a double album. Dang. It's not a double album, but I it is like a double track. album. He said it's like a track. Okay, Jamil, man, which one Which one of these albums did you <sighs> Um. So before I, before I answer this, you remember the end of Kanye's album when Jay was doing the outro? You, you remember what he said to Kanye? Uh, he said a lot okay. of things. Well, in the beginning the first of it, album? I think it was the first album when he was, he was talking about what you gonna put me on this or something. Yeah, but do you remember what he said before? Right before he started talking, he said something to Kanye for putting me on this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. That's what I'm saying Kanye. for making me choose between these oh. two albums. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> he said, he said, "F you, Kanye." Yeah. This was a tough one for me because these are two bona fide classic albums. Um, I got a long answer, but I I keep it short. Um, I went with the donuts. There you go. But the reason I went with the donuts over the the P Rock was just the the donuts felt more. Um, it was more attention grabbing hip hop for me, and the Peach Tremendous was just a, a really good piece of art. I, I compare it to you know yeah. a, a real a really good red wine versus a a bottle of like. Like Hennessy XO, you know what I mean? It's, it's hood, but it's a little bit refined. That's where I, I see the donuts. Right, right. Now I'm going donuts too. Like once I actually, I thought this was going to be tougher than it was, but when I actually listened to them back to back, it was kind of like no contest, man. What's up? Like, not, not to do, not to diss Pete Rock enough. I love Pete mm-hmm. Rock. I think he's the most consistent producer in the game, hands down. But Pete's Minerals was like. It was like a a, a, a king size payday candy bar, whereas Jay Dillard's donuts was like a big bag of assorted. There you go. These, the these, these analogies is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had one even better than that, but I didn't know if it was appropriate to put on this, there. I was there, what? Hey, share it, share it, Jamil. Please do. Okay, I'll clean it up a little bit from from why I initially wrote it on my notes, but. I compared them. I compared them both to women. So you write in dirty. The 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 piece from mental is uh, here. here I, I, I cleaned up. Call him out on it. Hey, you got to prove that. Nobody nobody can find the paper. That's funny. Uh, the piece from mentals is Felicia Rashad and yeah, just just classically Where? just classically. Classically beautiful. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's go. But the donuts, <laughs> the donuts is it, the donuts is Tessa Thompson in the bikini. It's a lot more relatable and something that um, Tessa you know, you, you, did we yeah. just compare Felicia Rashad to Amber Rose? Is that what we just did? No, he said Amber Tessa Rose Thompson. Thompson. I said Tessa Thompson, but Wait, Amber what? Rose, Amber Rose would work. But I mean, that's that's basically what you were saying. <laughs> like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, that was that was how much of a difference that was. But what I'm saying is, you, when you think of Felicia Rashad, like you respect her beauty. Classic. What it's classic, is, but this is not necessarily is something you try. You ain't necessarily trying to wipe. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. No. That's all. Oh well, that's back in the day, man. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, if I'm trying to raise kids and, and, and stay in the truth, yeah. Please reside at seventy five years old, brother. What are you talking about now? 
this is a horrible analogy. It went sideways real quick. That's all it was. It okay, went sideways. The analogy itself was solid. I stand behind it. I'll put it this way. Peace Your Minnows is like a nice bottle of Hennessy. <laughs> but, but donuts is like a 24 it's like a make your own 24 pack i don't love you ever go into you ever go into the liquor store and they got like the make your own like variety beer they don't pack? they don't do that in liquor stores in the hood sir they show it up, bro. I, man i was about the liquor store you go to bro you you're at a you're at a, a beverage shop <laughs> hey man hey this, this is all bad <laughs> Yeah, man, it went off the rails when when Jamil brought up Felicia Rashad, man. It, it did not go off the rails at that point. I I, I got what he was saying. Kids, <laughs> yeah, what Jacks with these belts? I think we off the. I think we are off the rails though. So let's <laughs> let's let's bring it on in, host. <laughs> okay, let's let's bring it on in. Okay, so I think it's unanimous, man. We all enjoy Billis Donuts thoroughly. Um, lots of variety on the album. Yeah, you know what it be. Instrumentals, don't get me wrong, is very like steak and potatoes hip hop. But as an instrumental project, that you just got more for your money with donuts. Absolutely, <laughs> and it uh, forces you to pay but, attention where where instrumentals you can play in the background. Exactly, exactly. But instrumentals is still a dope album. I still consider it a classic. But donuts is just a more enjoyable. <laughs> but uh, well, moving right along, man, we're going to get into some overrated, underrated. And then we're going to dip into what you're bumping, and then we're going to preview some some of our upcoming topics. Um, looks like we just lost somebody. Who, who all still here? Jamil. We lost Jerome. Okay, okay. And you need to get by that cell tower. Um, but going into underrated, overrated, man. The first one up. Happy Apples. Overrated or underrated? Overrated. Underrated. underrated. You bugging, Greg. Taffy apples. I can't stand taffy apples, man. We used to always have them in school. That's right. Oh, oh, I couldn't stand them, man. They smell. What? I mean, did you get stuck up for your candy money one day or something? Are you traumatized? Nah, that ain't never happened. That ain't never happened. But I ain't never. I, 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 mm, nah, no, no thanks. Go, y'all go ahead. (laughs) Taffy apples is the bomb, man. I eat them for lunch, man. Um, as a meal. (laughs) <laughs> the, the movie the movie Hollywood Shuffle overrated underrated overrated overrated uh, it's a it's a little it's a little overrated man I watched what? it it's just a little because it's dated if you watch it now you're like oh well I saw that coming or you know that joke was kind of lame like I'm sure back in the day when it first came out like it was just it was the bee's knees but now it's like mm. if, that, if that wasn't a more appropriate <laughs> <Using the bees. laughs> What's next? <laughs> All right, man. So I don't know, man. I think that movie is is is, is aged well. Honestly. It's trash, man. Oh wow. Mm. Mm. What? I take. Got some strong opinions tonight. Oh, one too. Is it better than airplanes? You said better than airplanes. I said, is it better than airplanes? No, I, I think. I, but I, it's got some I, stuff I in there that's pretty funny. It's, it's it's hilarious. Like it is a, just because even if I said isn't better than airplane doesn't mean that it isn't a good movie. 
I think they were trying to do that, and they and they just kind of missed it. I don't know if Man, they were so trying to you, emulate airplane. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't like the you didn't like the skit that death of a break dancer. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. The best one. <laughs> Tom Ace. I mean, if like I, like I said, if you if you take okay, you, you you see that clip, and then it's like, what's the rest of the movie? Okay, okay. Niggas okay, in the I movies. Throw I throw another one. Winky Dinky Dog. You're right, Winky Dinky Dog. Then you had the uh, in, uh, uh, invasion of the street tent. Hey man, I got, I got some serious things right now. Remember invasion of the street tent? This is so stupid, man. Hey man, if you, if you got a, uh, you in the kitchen, man, go ahead and put your foot on that that uh, that stepper, let that lid up. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I got another one. I got another one. The black acting school commercial. The phone number one eight hundred. Cool. Right. <laughs> man, that was horrible, man. Nah, dog. That's. I, I strongly disagree with you on that one. Man, it's, it's, that that movie is a classic. It's true buffoonery, man. I mean, but it was intended to be. You know what I mean? It was. It was commentary on how ridiculous a lot of stuff in Black Hollywood can be. No, I, I mean I got it, but it was just it was too much sometimes. <laughs> Richie, like, yes, well, let me ask you this: Did you? How did you feel about <laughs> Don't Be a Menace? Don't Be a Menace. It, it was the same way. Like it had its funny parts, but at the same time, I'm just like, I mean, you know, it's like at some points, it's a, it's, there's a situation where you it's funny or you reach. Okay. And most of the time, they were reaching. Then actually, you know what I'm saying, making the situation funny. I got you. I, so it, it sounds to me like that style of comedy just don't appeal to you in general. No, that's fact. Okay, that's fact. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. If it don't appeal to you, I understand. Uh, okay, but moving right along, man. Target overrated or underrated? <sighs> underrated. Target is underrated, yeah. man. Especially with it this is. new pickup, you could just order it and, 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 and you ain't got to go in a store. Are you yeah, serious? Man. Yeah, man. It's a game changer. And they popcorn. Popcorn is fine. Yeah, yeah. Like they I get that. Snacks in there. Listen, like they snacks. Let me let me tell you something. You will never see most stallions walking around nowhere than Target <laughs> <laughs> on State Street and Roosevelt or Clark and Roosevelt. Are we talking about like thoroughbred horses? Like, <laughs> we talking about centaurs, nigga. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Booties and yoga pants. <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Dude, you can put a you can put a target in the middle of a desert and for whatever reason they will flock to yeah. it. That one in particular. Now, target, target is definitely underrated. They got furniture. Like you can get everything from there. Dude, they got furniture, they got wine, they got clothes and decent clothes. Not like that Walmart crap. But like actually decent clothes. Like like this Target is is, is great, man. Yeah. I love Target. Yeah. I like Target. All right, moving right along, man. Overrated or underrated? Bow ties. Overrated. Underrated. Bow ties are underrated, man. I said it before. When used in the proper application, <laughs> yeah. a, a bow tie can first be a game all, changer. First of all, it has to be a real bow tie. I don't want to see you with the strap on in the back of the tie. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, What's wrong with that, a, man? If you're an adult. What's wrong with that? If you're an adult, you're supposed to be able to tie Learn how to tie that thing. Or maybe your neck is too fat. Well, you can even you buy can, a that, that, What do I got to do with learning how to tie it? That don't mean you don't know how to tie it. It just means they don't make long enough ties for you. That's 
that's listen, wrong. Anyone, you, they got adjustable bow ties. Yeah, with the little thing, with the little strap, you click it, you good. Man, listen, unless unless you got a size twenty four neck, like <laughs> yeah. they got bow ties that fit you. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, they got. Em. So what are you saying? My neck is fat. No, I'm just saying for you to make that complaint. <laughs> clearly, you're not shopping in the right spots for bow ties. Hey. Okay, maybe K and G don't carry my size. I ain't trying to pay seventy five dollars for a bow tie. Oh, well, see, no, that's no, I'm not even saying that. Like, but they got you go on websites that they have bow ties for fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Dollars. Bows, bows. Check them out. Support black business, brother. I, 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 I just rather not tie my own bow tie. If it comes in a knot already, why would I tie it? Oh man, that just sounds like, <laughs> that just sounds like pure laziness. <laughs> <laughs> want to get up and go time i'm gonna go against the grain here man i'm gonna say but both eyes are a little overrated because they've almost become like for black people the the bow tie is the black people with handlebar mustaches are the white <laughs> wow <laughs> wow i don't see the comparison i'm sorry man uh you know, you know what's overrated? Overrated is the Muslim joke associated with bow ties. Mm. Get that out of here, man. <laughs> well, there are but what you mean? You go over there on 95th Street, it, it ain't overrated. Right. You see it all the time. Every time somebody wear a bow tie, like they have to say something that's related to that. Like, hey, man, it's not funny, man. It was. Funny oh yeah, yeah, I agree ago. with you. I agree with like, you. What are you Muslim? No, no, I, <laughs> but but see, this is the brother? thing. That's never not gonna be funny. Sorry. Being <laughs> by my brother, that's always funny. No, I don't care the context. <laughs> this is the thing, man. The, the niggas who was making Muslim jokes 15 years ago are all now wearing bow ties. Right. That's true. Right. Which is why I say it's overrated at this point. Right. Which is why I'm saying it's overrated. But let's move right along, man. <laughs> uh, oh, Hennessy, overrated or under? Overrated. Hennessy is trash. I mean, it depends Hennessey on what you're trash. using it for. Hennessy is trash. What do you mean? You cook with it? What you talking about? <laughs> I mean, maybe it serves a purpose for you. Like what? You could get a better cognac to serve that same purpose. This is true. That's true. That's true. But, uh, you know, I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, yo, XO is like my go-to. I'm not a big Hennessy drinker, but no. I mean, if someone... If someone Pulled out a fifth of Hennessy, like I'm not gonna not drink it. <laughs> so I mean, what purpose it, is that? What, what purpose is that serving? Just to you wet mean? your whistle? No. Like you said, no. it depends on the purpose. It's not. It's not to wet your whistle. I don't wanna, yeah, it's sipping, not sipping, sipping, sipping Hennessy is is it's innate to like black culture. It's like doing the electric slide, like at a wedding. Mm. It's like if, if it's there, you just gotta do it. Like that's why I make sure it's never there. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, overrated or underrated, man? Grocery store samples. Underrated. Underrated. They'll never be overrated. Underrated. I'm always taking the free food. Give me that. I'm going to go with under- Especially when they like just right, man. They, they just out. cooked it. Yeah. It's yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, let me get it's a couple right samples. There. Why would I not? <laughs> Is that a toaster oven? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I will have some of these bagel bites. And no, I'm not buying them. Right. <laughs> you said these are an aisle three? Is that what you said? 
they usually keep that selection right up there. So you ain't right. got to go nowhere. Right now, they make sure. No, you ain't got to go to aisle three. I got a stock for you right here. Mm-hmm. All right, one more. A few more, man. We're going to uh, Overrated or underrated, man? Cats. Who? I'm sorry? Cats. Cats. Like C-A-T? feline? Yeah, like feline cats. House cats. Overrated. Overrated. Out of here. Man, man, please. The devil. Man, cats are underrated, man. Cats are the devil. Like, like, if you ever have mice, you appreciate cats. Wow. Sorry, it's good I didn't have mice. <laughs> I cannot relate. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Hey man, I think I think I think that alone makes them underrated. Fair enough. I'd rather have a snake. Uh, it comes to rodent problems. <laughs> I give them I give them survival skills, but I'm not. I don't want no feline in my house. Nah, only one. Yes. Whoa. The proverbial. Even the verbiage. Even PG. I did. All right, all right. We got we got a couple more, man. Um, <laughs> uh, overrated or underrated, man? Febreze. Febreze. That's underrated, man. Underrated. Febreze is fantastic. It is, man. It is. It's not a substitute for washing your clothes, but it is. It, it will get you out of a pickle. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was just using it for the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> it do. It's people out here who will just breeze their clothes instead of. Oh no, that's that's true. I've seen it. I've seen and it. smelled it. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Okay. Okay. So um, one more uh, um, vinyl records, man. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. I'm going overrated. I'm going overrated. I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards overrated just because there's better sounding stuff. I mean, if you like the grainy, I can understand that too. But but they don't sound I mean, grainy brand new. Okay, well then, oh, definitely overrated. I do. I do. I do enjoy the popping though. I, I I enjoy that about the way. I mean, it's something real gritty about that. Mm-hmm. I just get sick of the music snobs trying to tell you how nothing sounds as good unless it's on vinyl. Right. Oh, no, they, they just, I, I mean, they are what you just said, snobs. So, exactly. But And you're 22, just, so you're just now discovering vinyl. Like, I'm not listening to anything you have to say about this. <laughs> right. We, we we can tell, like, good good sound quality, man. It's like, it has nothing to do with the format, you know. No. It has to do with how the recording was rendered. You know, exactly. Like, you know, I mean, and some 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 pieces of work do benefit from that analog sound. I'll I'll agree with that, but not everything. Right, right. that's true. But that'll wrap up our, uh, our overrated underrated man uh, segment. Uh, but we let's just let's dive right into the next segment, man. What you bumping? Um, which we can invite everybody to share what they've been bumping for the past week. And put the audience on to something new, something old, and just something they ain't never heard before. So. Uh, Reggie, man, this week, man, what you been bumping? 
Uh, I've been listening to uh, Smoke Dizzle, uh, the album with him and Pete Rock. Mm. Yeah, that Don't Smoke Rock. Yeah, Don't Smoke Rock is, is, is a crazy album. I just revisited it. Um, and then I was listening to a bunch of old school music. Um, nothing, no act, actual particular album, just a bunch of different various uh, art. But that's about it. Cool, man. Cool. Okay. Oh, one thing. The, uh, the Larry Love thing. Oh, I got to check it out, Reggie. I was listening to that, too. I got to check it out, man. Um, dope, man. Woo, let's discuss that. Let's discuss that uh, next week. Um, Jamil, man, what you been bumping? Um, man, I was bumping a lot of uh, Mob Deep, actually. I was banging that Hell on Earth and, um, and that uh, Murder Music. Uh, I was bumping that um, this cat Octavian uh, just dropped a, a, a mixtape called Spaceman. It's okay. pretty. It's pretty interesting. Like it's not something that I would normally listen to, but I like the I like what he what he did. What he kind of reminds me of Cuddy in some ways. It's kind of like elevated trap dude from the UK. Reggie, actually, when I was listening to it, you crossed my mind. I think you would enjoy that piece. Oh yeah, yeah it's called Spaceman. Okay, I'll check it out. <clears throat> okay, cool, cool. Greg, man, what you been bumping? <clears throat> well, still been, um, I was listening to some uh, 50 Cent, Give It Your Die Trying, just prepared for the show. And then, um, just been listening to a few different things, uh, some lo-fi hip-hop instrumentals. Um, just some really dope stuff, especially from a, a, a producer from Chicago. His name is uh, Cooking Soul. <clears throat> I want to say his name is Cooking Soul. It's either his name is Cooking Soul or his name is Polo Beats, one or the other. Oh, and that's but, what you're talking about, Cooking Soul. He's actually from Spain. Oh, oh, my bad. Well, yeah, he's dope. Yeah, he's he made a track dope. called Chicago. That's my bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, he sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was listening to some. Um, man, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like Reggie. I was all over the place this week, but I, I keep going back to that internet ego death album. I can't do as soon as it starts. It's just I'm man, dude. It, it, I, I didn't know how good it was. Like it's just dope. And then I was listening to some Foggy Raw. Um, kind of like an independent artist. He don't have a whole lot of material out there, but he, he got some dope stuff. Um, and then um, the last one I was listening to, uh, I listened to some Nas a little bit, some uh, some Illmatic. Just kind of you know. Making sure I stay grounded. That's, about it. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah, this week, man, I just been bumping um, E. Jones, uh, Dead Stock, Volume One and Two. Uh, he's an he's an instrumentalist or a producer. He got an instrumental series out called Dead Stock, man. Real dope. Kind of along the same lines as uh, Cooking Soul, man. He kind of follows that same that same you know sonic soundscape. And uh, I've actually been bumping Run the Jewels 3 this week, man. Just getting back into that. And this other album by this dude named Hex One uh, called Words Worth a Thousand Pictures. Uh, it's actually pretty dope. Some, just some really complex lyrical boom bap stuff, man. But it's real dope. But, uh, but man, thanks for sharing, uh, for sharing y'all picks for the week, man. But next topic, man. The next topics I want to get into, um, not necessarily in this order... I wanted to do a, a podcast where we rate um, one through six or best to worst. We rate 
a Tribe Called Quest's albums. Which one, we, what we thought was their best album all the way to what we thought was their least best album. Um, I think that would be an interesting show. And then, of course, statewide, we, we, we felt that way. Um, our next album face-off, though, will be Outcast Equimini versus the Black Star album. <coughs> so, uh... Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> I think that'll be an interesting one. Um, another thing I want to get into, man, we are, we got some appreciators of art on the podcast. Reggie, I know you collect art. Um, Jamil, I know you got appreciation for art. Same thing with you, Greg, like actual physical art. Um, yeah. Want y'all to share what y'all think were artistically the best album covers? Um, wow. You could, okay. You could go. You could discuss hip hop album covers or other genres. Because I, I definitely got some jazz album covers that I wanna, I wanna put people on to. I think they just aesthetically dope, man. Just aesthetically pleasing, man. Um, especially from the Blue Note uh, catalog. And also another topic I want to get into: what regions of the country you thought you guys thought uh, made the m- most significant contributions to hip hop? <clears throat> That's a region, good one. Which regions made? The, the wackest contribution to hip hop. New Orleans. You know what? I'm sorry. New Orleans. Okay, so you're talking about region in terms of the states. Well, yeah. state or city. State or city. Okay. So, because you know how you got the Bay Area, but that includes both San Francisco and Oakland. Okay. Um, so, I'm assuming we're taking New York out of it, right? No, New York's definitely part of it. Okay. You know, it'll probably when we actually break it down, it'll probably be more like cities than anything. Because you know, Memphis, you can't even group it all together by region. Because like Memphis has their own sound, I, Atlanta had their own sound, right? New Orleans definitely had their own sound. Houston had their own sound. Uh, so once we actually break it down, it will probably be more like cities than regions. I can tell you right now, Nebraska hasn't contributed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the illest in Nebraska. Thank you. New Nebraska has has <laughs> contributed something to the lexicon twice. <laughs> hey man, I was gonna say Kansas, but Tech Nine is from there, so yeah, 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 yeah. Nebraska, man. <laughs> Nebraska brought, brought us uh, what was his name? Big Head Rico. Big Head Rico, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, um gonna cut it here man i want to thank y'all for uh catching the show making y'all's contributions uh making it a great show um we're getting a lot of good reviews a lot of uh just more traction you know as far as like subscribers and people following the show so you know i thank y'all for y'all's contributions because it, it, it really makes the show what it is and uh, with that man i'm gonna bid y'all adieu for the night and uh we gonna get it in on the next one but real quick i'm gonna take y'all out Summer's not over yet, man, so I got a nice little summertime instrumental I'm throwing to conclude the show and take us out. So uh, with that, man, y'all have a good one, and uh, peace. Peace. Peace.
This is going to be